Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, the new details in America's latest mass shooting that left five people dead and dozens injured. The suspect in the Colorado LGBTQ club shooting faces hate crime and first-degree murder charges. CBS's Janet Shamlian spoke with a bartender who says two heroes saved his life when they attacked the gunman. Driver crashes into a busy Apple store. Tonight, the deadly collision as police look into how this could have happened. Holiday travel mayhem. The Thanksgiving rush is on. Huge lines for security, for baggage claim. A lot of tempers started to flare. As parts of New York dig out of a historic snowstorm. New details in the Idaho College murders. What we're learning tonight about unanswered calls to an ex-boyfriend after 2 a.m. CBS's Christina Ruffini is in Moscow, where police are asking for the public's help. Sharp increase in fentanyl-laced pills. The concerning news tonight after a major drug bust. And big hearts and tiny homes, all changing lives. I didn't have anything when I first got here. I didn't have any clothes. I didn't have any food. CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us as we begin a new week together. Tonight we are learning new details about the latest mass shooting in America, this time in Colorado Springs at a gay nightclub on Saturday night. Five are dead, 17 more were shot and even more injured when they ran for their lives. The 22-year-old suspect is in the hospital facing murder and hate crime charges. And tonight, police are hailing two heroes, Thomas James and Richard Fierro, who saved countless lives by disarming the gunmen before officers arrived on the scene. Fierro served 15 years in the Army, including four tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. And he told The New York Times that he went into combat mode and allegedly grabbed a pistol from the gunman and hit him on the head, quote, over and over. This bar was considered a safe space for the LGBTQ community. And the mayor of Colorado Springs tonight tells CBS News that the shooting certainly has the trappings of a hate crime. 
We have a lot of news to get to, and CBS's Janet Shamlin will start us off from Colorado Springs. Good evening, Janet. Nora, good evening to you. Tonight we have new information about the shooting spree here at Club Q where people are gathering to pay tribute. We're also learning more about those who died. They are two employees, three customers, ambushed during a night out. The suspect, 22-year-old Anderson Lee Aldrich, will face murder and hate crime charges. Investigators say they will file formal charges soon. This is your boy. A man of the same name and age was arrested after a bomb threat near Colorado Springs last year, but the charges were dismissed. This is doorbell video of the man surrendering to police. There's no record police or family members tried to trigger Colorado's red flag law that would have allowed police to seize any weapons the man may have had. Well, Q, active shooter, all units respond. The call came in late Saturday night, a shooter firing on the crowd. Now identifying the two heroes who stopped the suspect, Richard Fierro and Thomas James. I have never encountered a person who had engaged in such heroic actions that was so humble. Tonight, we now know the names of those who lost their lives in the attack. Club customers Ashley Paw, Kelly Loving, and Raymond Green Vance. And two bartenders, Derek Rump and Daniel Aston. Fellow bartender Michael Anderson told me he was near his co-workers when the shooting started. I, I leaned down to talk to one of them and, and they weren't very responsive, so I didn't know what to do, so I just I just ran. The shooting comes amid a number of anti-LGBTQ bills targeting transgender people for discrimination. Today, U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, the administration's highest-ranking openly gay man, told CBS News he believes political rhetoric is providing fuel for violence. You can't target a group to be feared and to be hated and then act surprised when a, a disturbed person or who knows goes out and follows that through with physical violence. Joseph Shelton says he found community in the club. And everyone accepts you as you are. Everyone loves you for who you are and they give you that place to grow as who you are. For now, Club Q is closed indefinitely. When and if it reopens, Michael Anderson says for him, the memories will simply be too much. Could you walk back in there again? Will you? Um, I, I don't know. I know I, I don't know what the future of the club holds, but I know I will not work there anymore. Authorities have now revised downward the number of people hurt to 18. 17 of them were shot, and a number of those are still in the hospital in a community shaken to its core. Nora. Janet Shamlian, thank you. Well, outside Boston, investigators are looking into why an SUV crashed through the glass wall of an Apple store this morning, killing one person and injuring at least 17 others. Some are now in critical condition. CBS's Errol Barnett has the very latest. A fast-moving SUV left this jagged, gaping hole in a wall of glass, along with at least one fatality and multiple injuries inside this Apple store in the small town of Hingham. I just heard, like, glass shatter, and then everyone ran to the window because they thought it was a smash and grab. Emergency crews raced to the wounded. Some victims were treated by first responders on the sidewalk. Others were trapped. There was people covered in blood. Authorities say it appears the five-passenger vehicle only stopped once it hit the back of the store. 
multiple patients injured out in front of the store and in the store, including a few patients that were pinned against the wall by the vehicle. South Shore Hospital says it received 17 patients in 45 minutes. Some pretty serious head trauma. Multiple patients with life-threatening and limb-threatening injuries. Within hours, District Attorney Tim Cruz announced an initial criminal investigation, but withheld the name of the male driver. We're trying to piece it together right now, exactly what happened. Uh, but like I said, this is a, a terrible event. It's a terrible day. Now, in a statement, Apple says the 65-year-old who died was at the store working to support recent construction at the site. And the store itself had only been opened less than an hour, Nora, before this all unfolded. Just horrific, Errol Barnett. Thank you. Well, now to that historic and deadly winter storm that dumped more than six feet of snow in parts of New York State. Today, President Biden approved an emergency declaration for 11 Snowden counties. Reporter Marley Tuskis from our CBS affiliate WIVB has more from hard-hit Buffalo. Homeowners in western New York are digging out from snow piles taller than they are in some places. It was just too much too soon. You go out and plow and so on and shovel and you get up the next day and you got another 8 or 10 or 12 inches. A lake effect storm pounded the area over the weekend, breaking records in a region all too familiar with heavy snowfall. This was not our typical snow in the city of Buffalo. 80 inches fell in the Buffalo suburb of Orchard Park, home to the Buffalo Bills. Fans helped quarterback Josh Allen dig out of the snow so he could get to Sunday's game after it was moved to Detroit. It was this high <laughs> and I'm 6'3 um, and it was piled tight because they pushed all the snow from right up against his driveway. The snowfall wreaked havoc on roadways, causing mass gridlock along multiple interstates. Governor Kathy Hochul has called in more than 100 members of the National Guard to help with snow removal in some of the hardest hit areas. At least three people have died from cardiac events associated with shoveling. A plow driver in Indiana was also killed when his plow slid off the pavement and rolled over. I've worked here my whole life up until now. Back in New York, Bray Miller's Lanes has been a staple in the village of Hamburg for 80 years. But that all changed Friday night when the ceiling and walls buckled under several feet of snow. Sadly, the building was condemned today and they're tearing it down like ASAP. Tonight, the driving ban for the entire Buffalo area has been lifted, but drivers are still urged to stay off the roads unless there's an emergency. Meanwhile, Buffalo Public Schools will be closed again tomorrow, which means kids here will get at least another snow day. Nora. Marley Tuskes, thank you so much. Well, with just three days until Thanksgiving, the holiday travel season is already underway for millions of Americans. AAA says nearly 55 million will be hitting the roads and the airports this year, the third most on record. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is at a busy Chicago O'Hare International Airport. Tonight, the turkey travel trot is turning into a Thanksgiving rush as millions of flyers fill airports nationwide. Nearly 7 million pass through TSA checkpoints over the weekend, with Sunday's volume surpassing the same day in 2019. I know it is going to be stressful, so I'm hoping that this year it goes well. LAX in Los Angeles expects this will be its busiest stretch since the pandemic, with at least 200,000 passengers a day pulling up and about 95,000 cars. Their message? get here early. We're ready to welcome back these passengers and ready for those crowds. 
With flights packed this week and airfares surging as much as 43% compared to last year, many flyers found better deals by moving up their travel plans. Ticket prices affected my decision making completely. I'd rather spend a little few extra more time with my family opposed than spending a few extra bucks. The busiest week of the year at TSA checkpoints comes as the agency is under scrutiny after screeners failed to detect a box cutter in William Libesh's bag at the Cincinnati airport earlier this month. He allegedly threatened to stab someone on his Frontier Airlines flight and now faces federal charges. Passengers shouldn't be concerned. That was a very rare circumstance. We have literally all hands on deck when that happens and try to figure out why and then very quickly put measures in place to prevent it from happening again. The travel forecast looks good between now and Thanksgiving. United Airlines tells us they're seeing a surge in last-minute bookings, people deciding just now they want to travel for the holiday weekend. If you're driving Wednesday and the Sunday after Thanksgiving, likely to be very busy on the roads. Nora? People want to see friends and family. All right, Chris Van Cleve, thank you so much. Police in New York City gave new details today about the arrest of two young men accused of plotting to attack a synagogue. They were arrested at a train station on Saturday, hours after Jewish organizations tipped off police to the threat. Investigators say the suspects were armed with a gun, high-capacity magazine, a Nazi armband, and a military-style knife. Tonight, funeral services are being held for one of the four Idaho college students brutally murdered more than one week ago. Authorities still have no suspects as more than 100 local, state and federal investigators are now combing the area for clues. CBS's Christina Ruffini reports that we're learning more about the timeline from the night of the killings. Police here say they've tracked nearly 700 tips and conducted more than 90 interviews in their search for the person who murdered four Idaho students. Currently... There are no suspects in custody, and we have not located a weapon. Last seen in this video, roommates Madison Mojan and Kaylee Gonsalves. Police say they've questioned and ruled out the man in the white hoodie, along with the person who drove the two home that night. A timeline is now emerging, with the two surviving housemates arriving home at 1 a.m. Mojan and Gonsalves at 1.45, the same time as victims Zana Kernodal and Ethan Chapin. Police say there were multiple calls made to the cell phone of a victim's ex-boyfriend, ending at 2.52 a.m., but they don't believe he's a suspect. Those calls put the murders after 3 a.m. The 911 call came nearly nine hours later. The identity of the 911 caller and the 911 call have not been released. We are now learning there were other friends in the house when police arrived. Around town, there are flyers pleading for help posted everywhere as investigators comb the area, even searching dumpsters for clues. This person isn't just flying under the radar with no friends, no family. I'm sure they work somewhere. So the police just want everyone to be extra vigilant. Olivia Stevenson, sister of Kaylee Gonsalves, says her family is frustrated over the police response. If this individual is out there and they get this, I want them to be scared. And they should be scared because we will find them. Now, police are still looking for the murder weapon, which they describe as a large military-style knife. CBS News visited a local sporting goods store where employees told us investigators had been by, asking about fixed-blade knife purchases. But in this part of the country, Nora, that's just not that uncommon. Christina Ruffini, thank you so much. 
Law enforcement officials announced a major fentanyl drug bust today. Investigators say they seized six pill presses that can stamp brand names onto these pills in one home in Inglewood, California. Weapons, bundles of cash, and about 450 pounds of illegal drugs, including thousands of fake prescription pills laced with fentanyl, were also found. Officials say the suspect made more than 4,000 sales over the darknet and more conventional websites. Drug enforcement officials and agents say among all the fentanyl-laced pills seized this year, about 6 in 10 contain a lethal dose of fentanyl. Think about that. Well, turning now to the kickoff to the World Cup soccer tournament, the first ever in the Middle East. The U.S. men's team had to settle for a tie today in a hard-fought match against Wales. CBS's Roxana Saberi is covering the action for us in Qatar. Cheering on the Stars and Stripes in their first World Cup match in eight years, American fans in Doha... We wanted to see our, our country play. ...and in the U.S. Watch their team get a goal early before Wales tied the score with a penalty kick. The energy was there, and, and I think it's going to be a good um, run for us. But politics are also playing a part in this tournament. Before facing England today, Iran's players stood silently during their national anthem, a sign of solidarity with anti-regime protesters back home. And after warnings from FIFA, soccer's world governing body, the captains of England and six other European teams ditched the rainbow armbands they've worn in previous matches in support of LGBTQ rights. Qatar's laws criminalizing same-sex relations and its treatment of migrant workers who built the sparkling stadiums have cast a cloud of controversy over this small Muslim nation. Don't criticize Qatar. Don't but on the eve of the games, FIFA's president criticized the critics. You want to stay home and hammer and criticize and say how bad they are, these Arabs or these Muslims or whatever? American fans we met say they're aware of the controversy. That didn't deter you, obviously. No, it's obviously something that the Qatari government needs to, um, you know, deal with itself, and we're here for the soccer. The tie here tonight means the U.S. team's next two games are all the more crucial for it to advance to the next round. It's set to play England on Friday. Nora? Roxana Saberi, thank you so much. Well, fans of Jay Leno got their first look at the comedian as he went home from a burn unit. We'll have that story coming up next. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
Overseas tonight, Indonesia's main island is reeling after getting hit by a powerful magnitude 5.6 earthquake. Officials say more than 160 people are dead and hundreds injured after homes and businesses collapsed. 13,000 people whose homes were heavily damaged were sent to evacuation centers. Jay Leno was released from a burn center in Los Angeles today. The 72-year-old thanked the team that treated him for 10 days after he suffered serious burns to his face, chest, and hands while working on one of his classic cars. Leno's doctor says the comedian is looking forward to spending Thanksgiving with his family and friends. The good news is Leno is expected to make a full recovery. All right, NASA's new lunar capsule buzzed by the moon today will show you the spectacular views. That's next. NASA's Artemis 1 mission pulled off a spectacular lunar drive-by today with the Orion capsule coming within 80 miles of the moon's surface. Check out this view. That is actually the closest a capsule has come to the moon in 50 years. The Orion, with three test dummies on board, fired up its engines and will continue orbiting the moon before returning to Earth on December 11th. An Oklahoma City community is solving big problems thanks to some tiny homes. We'll have that story up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, in this week of Thanksgiving, some young adults in Oklahoma City are getting a little help at a fresh start in life. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. Anything else? 20-year-old Dashiana Berry is getting her life in order after spending most of her childhood in Oklahoma's foster care system. For the first time, she's living on her own, thanks to an Oklahoma nonprofit called Pivot. I'm very appreciative of what I have right now, what I was provided with, because I didn't have anything when I first got here. I didn't have any clothes. I didn't have any food. Pivot provides young people with a little house to live in as they start their journey into adulthood. Many of the residents were homeless, like Barry, or aged out of the foster care system at 18. The project has 26 little houses paid for with private donations along with state and federal grants. Residents initially pay $100 a month for a home of around 300 square feet with a living space, a kitchen, and a bathroom. Government data shows there are more than 200 homeless youths in Oklahoma. Here you go, ma'am. Barry is learning the basics and is now planning a big future from her little home. I would take this opportunity like anybody else would. I think this is a type of opportunity that I don't think anybody should pass up. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, Oklahoma City. What a great program. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.